0: You're listening to Continental Tyres AFL Trade
1: Radio. Welcome back to Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. It is deadline day for the trade exchange with Josh Gablitch and Sarah Olly. and joining us on the line, North Melbourne's latest recruit, Begoa Nguyen. Biggie, welcome. Hey
0: guys, how are you?
1: Very well, but more importantly, how are you? It must be an exciting time to get a fresh start at a new club in North Melbourne.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, super stoked over the moon. I was speaking to a, a bunch of friends recently and sort of just explained it sort of feels like you've almost been drafted and that, that sort of excitement. So, yeah, just looking forward to getting stuck into
2: things.
1: You can hear the excitement in your voice. You found you sound pretty revved up and ready to go.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. Biggie, Josh Gablichi. You had a good year at VFL level, but struggled for opportunities at Richmond to get into that senior side. North Melbourne showed interest few months ago. Talk us through how it got to a point where they've added you via the trade period.
0: Yeah, Josh. um So mid-year, I, I sort of got a, an idea that um, that North might have had an interest uh, through my manager, Julian Prataka, um, uh which was nice and we sort of just um, kept that in the, the back of our minds and um, the goal was just to sort of finish the year off and um, finish real strong and try to put my best foot forward and um, and then eventually, after the season finish, um, I ended up getting in touch with one of the great men in footy, um, Will Thursfield, who was also Richard when I first got drafted. So, yeah, um, yeah he chucked me a text and, um, yeah, we just got the, the ball rolling and um, came in and did an interview, um, just as any normal process would be. And, um, yeah, things kicked off from there.
2: Just on Will Thursfield, he was the one that led you through the corridors of Punt Road to Damien Hardwick's office last year to confirm your debut. Tell us about your relationship with Will Thurstfield who's now part of North Melbourne's list management team.
0: Yeah, Will and I have uh, got a great relationship. He's um well, as I said earlier, he's, he's one of the great men in football. Um he he's one of the men I felt truly believed in my game and um gave me every confidence to play at AFL level and uh yeah when he when he gave me the buzz I was over the moon. Um not only to be reunited with him but um, just to yeah sorta of, get the, the ball rolling and um, get a second opportunity. And, um, yeah, he, he's truly believed in my game and, and my character. And, um, yeah, I, I love Will dearly.
2: Now, Big it looked like you might have ended there last Friday, but North Melbourne couldn't sign you as a delisted free agent because it would have diluted the compensation for Ben McKay. How was the dialogue across the weekend? When did you know that it was going to be official come Monday?
0: Um, well, Friday we sort of had an idea. And, um, and then I'd obviously... Found out that they couldn't um, couldn't do it Friday as well. So um, I, I was honestly I, I didn't realise all the rules and regulations um, that go into uh, free agency, and so I was just trying to get my head around that. And um, this they still sort of uh, gave me a heads up that it might happen um, during the week, or um, you know, if worst comes to worse, we'll uh, get redrafted and um, uh, at the end of the year. So I. Uh, I sort of was confident that I was going to North, but um, it was also just that that what-if factor. But, um, yeah, I think Monday, come around Monday, I got a call from Julian um, just to confirm everything. And, um, yeah, I was, I was super stoked. And, yeah, that was the start of everything.
1: We're speaking to North Melbourne recruit you and Biggie, just the one game at Richmond, but you're there at a time where they win a flag in 2020. Just how much did you learn and who helped you develop the most at the club?
0: Yeah, um, there, was, there was a lot of people. Um, oh, there's been a lot of change since I've been at the club. It's sort of doesn't feel that long, but um, it is. And um, I feel like in my first year, I was coming back from a shoulder so I didn't play much footy at all. I actually didn't play a single game for the year. So I was sitting in the hub, uh, sitting on the sidelines and just sort of leeching off um, a bunch of the older blokes. And folks like Dylan Grimes and Nathan Broad, um, or Nathan Broad especially, probably... Had the biggest influence on in my football and um, yeah, they've just not only developed me on the field but off field as well. And um, yeah, and I'll say yeah, Nathan Broad has been huge for me over the last couple of years.
1: And you get your chance to debut in in round nine of twenty twenty two against the Hawks and. There are those incredible scenes of your family in the change rooms beforehand, your sister being interviewed on the boundary line beforehand, close to tears, but just loving being at the MCG and absolutely so proud of you. What was that evening like?
0: Yeah, um, that, yeah that was amazing. Even after the game, just going back to the football club and seeing my whole family there, um, just around around the Richmond football club and um, just enjoying the, the time and the moment um, with everybody. It was quite special and, um, there was nothing better than, than seeing my little nieces and nephew, um smiling and singing along the Tiger songs. So right? that probably brought me the most joy. And um, like my sister <laughs> spoke, to, had a, spoke to my sister this week, and she thought sort I'd of just mention that, um, you know, my nieces and nephews are going to have to learn a new song now. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it, those are probably the memories I remember the most um, about that day. And, um, yeah, I'm just super grateful to have such a supportive family around me and such a supportive um base as well.
2: Piggy, we spoke after your debut last year, and you told me a great story about how you forged your mum's signature so that you could play your first game of footy in primary school. Can you <laughs> retell us that story? Because I mentioned it to Sarah before, and she'd love to hear it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, mum wasn't too fond on the idea of uh, me playing contact football. So I thought, oh, geez, how, how do I get around this obstacle? And um, so we ended up getting the, the forms at our local footy oval um, Football club, uh, Helen Football Club, and got the forms over there and, uh, yeah, just filled in the forms, supported the signature, and, um, got my uncle to actually pay the fee. So, um, everything went pretty smoothly. And then, um, it wasn't until about a year, and I sort of had to confess when she realized I was washing football jerseys and with my school <laughs> uniform. So, um, yeah, so that was, that was that's the story there.
2: Can you just tell us a little bit about your backstory? I mean, a lot of people at the Richmond Football Club and Tigers supporters are aware of where you've come from. You were born in Nairobi. You're from a South Sudanese family. You emigrated to Australia in 2005. Can you just talk us through some of the challenges you've overcome to to, to just come to Australia as a starting point?
0: Um, yeah, I'm pretty fortunate to come here at, at such a young age. Um, I feel like my older siblings and... You know, my mum probably faced a lot more challenges than I did, but um personally myself, it was also just like learning a different language. You grow up speaking a different language. So that was probably one of the biggest obstacles I remember um, as a kid. And um, yeah, the, for me, I didn't obviously hear a lot of stories from my older siblings and family and um, yeah, it's quite motivating and inspirational how, how they managed to get so far in this country. And um, off basically, yeah, nothing. And um, yeah, it's very motivating and it sort of just drives my career as well.
2: We've seen the South Sudanese community have a really big impact in AFL circles in the past handful of years. Aliyah Ali has become an All-Australian. Mac Andrew was taken in the top 10 in the draft. Majak Dorr obviously uh, led the way a long time ago. Changquath Jath has become a star at Hawthorne. Everyone loves how Buku Kamas goes about his footy. And Mabior Chol has been a name we've been discussing at length across the past three weeks. Can you just tell us about how it's become uh, the impact of footy on the South Sudanese community and, and vice versa?
0: Yeah, the impact of, uh, I mean, it all started with magic, but the impact football now has on the Sudanese community is huge. We recently had a an event hosted by um, Next Gen United and, and St. Kevin's um, as well. So that, that was done at uh, Trevor Barker. And just to, that was the first time I really sort of stood back and thought about how influential the sport has gotten in our community and, um how it can reunite everybody and um I touched on it a bit um in an interview that it sort of felt like a reunion as well. Sort of seeing some of the kids and uh family members you haven't seen in a while. So it's it's amazing how big it's getting in our community and um yeah, super excited to see some of the talent coming through. Um I think we also got another couple of boys coming through the draft this year. Um so it's yeah, just super exciting to see and yeah, I think there's a real upside in, in um football for the Sydney's community.
2: No doubt. Plenty more to come. Sarah, I just want to pivot back to North Melbourne, Biggie, because if we think about what's coming next year, there's no Ben Mackay anymore down back. Griffin Lowe's going to miss at least the first half of the year, potentially three quarters of next season with that ACL. Do you feel like you can come in and and play senior football straight away?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I feel I have a lot of belief in my football and um, I feel like I've done my apprenticeship at Richmond Football Club as well, so... I've done a fair bit of work um in that field and I think I was always just waiting around for my opportunity at Richmond but um I know it'll be a different dynamic at north now but um yeah even if I don't um I'm there to improve myself um as a footballer and also just off the field as well. So um whatever happens next year happens but um I uh, yeah, I just wanna put my best foot forward and hopefully uh be in a position to help the team succeed and um play a role in the team.
2: Last one for you, Biggie. Unlike other recruits, you don't have to move too far to your new footy club. What happens between now and day one of pre season?
0: Uh, oh, geez, not a lot. Just celebrating with the family. <laughs> um, yeah, catch up with a couple of boys. And um, yeah, just don't get a lot of people along the way who help me at Richmond Football Club. And um, yeah, try to keep close connections with them. But um, yeah, it's just really exciting um, time. and... Um yeah, it's it's almost like I said, getting drafted again. So just sort of prepping yourself for what to expect day one and um, I'm sure everybody is is gonna be love um love lovely and um yeah, just looking forward to it.
1: And we're looking forward to seeing you in North Melbourne colours. Big on you and Ewan, thanks for joining us on the trade exchange.
0: Thank you, Sarah.
1: Biggie yeah. there, what an absolute ripper. He's got such an incredible perspective on everything. But I guess, Josh, when you've had so much happen into you at just, what is he, 22 years of age, you're going to just love everything, every challenge that's thrown at you when it comes to playing for a new club.
2: I can't wait I can't wait to see what he makes of this second opportunity because he only played the one AFL game today, but I feel like he can come in and, and play a lot of football next year. We discussed North Melbourne's situation when we had Toby Pink on the show a few days ago, obviously just Aiden Corr and Callan Dawson are the other two key defenders at that club right now. And we know North Melbourne have been scouring the land really to find some extra coverage. They've they've now got that with Toby Pink and and Biggie Nguyen.